On today's show, we have our third episode in the series of History of the Chosen. It's our week three game, FIFA International Soccer for the Super NES. This is episode number 11 of the FB Retro Gaming League podcast. Let's dive into a little bit of the back history of FIFA International Soccer. It's a 1993 sports video game developed by EA Canada's Extended Play Productions team and published by Electronic Arts. Based on the sport of association football, which we call soccer here in the USA, the game tasked the player with controlling a football team. The game was released for the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive console in December 1993 and ported to numerous other systems in 1994, including the Super NES. The game was positively received on release. Critics lauded the detail and animation of the footballers in the game at the time, the crowd sound, effects, and the overall presentation. The speed the game ran at and issues with the response to the player's input were seen as the game's primary faults. But you've practiced the game, you've noticed that already. The 3DO version was an enhanced edition with multiple camera views and more detailed graphics than other versions and was a high profile showcase for the 3DO's power. The game sold well, served as a packing game for the Gold Star 3DO and led to a sequel, FIFA Soccer 95. It was the first game in the FIFA series. The game is based on international matches. The game utilizes an isometric viewpoint, unlike other soccer games at the time, such as Sensible Soccer, which utilized a bird's eye view, or Kickoff, which used a top-down view. The player controls one of the 11 players on the team at a time, with the ability to switch players on command. The game allows up to four human players at the same time, each controlling a different player. The players can choose to control a soccer player on the same team or on an opposing team. Their remaining players are controlled by the computer. There are four modes of play in the game. Exhibition, Tournament, Playoffs, and League. In the FB Retro Gaming League, we're doing the League mode. Exhibition engages the player in a single match. Tournament mode resembles the format of the FIFA World Cup, UEFA European Championship, with the players controlling a team of their choice through a series of matches, starting with three group games, with the possibility of progressing to four further games in the knockout format. Playoff mode takes the same form, but skips the group games and starts in the first knockout game. League mode consists of eight teams who contest a double round robin tournament, which is what we're using. In the game, there are 30 different playable countries you can use in your competition. The countries are Argentina, Australia, Belgium, Bolivia, Brazil, Bulgaria, 
Cameroon, Canada, Colombia, England, France, Germany, Greece, Italy, Japan, Mexico, Morocco, the Netherlands, Nigeria, Norway, Republic Ireland, Romania, Russia, Saudi Arabia, Scotland, South Korea, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, and the good old USA. A little into the development of the game. Electronic Arts, or as a lot of people know as EA, had first ventured in the sports game market in 1988 with an American football title, John Madden Football. Updated versions of the game, along with golf and ice hockey games, followed under the EASN, Electronic Arts Sports Network banner. EA's European arm carried out research into the possibility of a sports game that would appeal to a European audience and decided that a soccer game would stand the best chance of success, predicting high sales figures. Electronic Arts US gave the go-ahead for the project to proceed, and a team of 10 developers at EA's Canadian studios began work on the project. Initially, the development took place for the Sega Genesis under the working title of EA Soccer, with a very small budget of around fifty dollars to $100,000. Other EA sports titles held official licenses from their leagues, depicted to allow real team names, players, and stadiums to be included, and with a view to securing the same for their football title. EA signed a five-year deal with football's governing body, FIFA. The deal involved, quote, minuscule royalty payments, and on further inspection, the reason became clear. The license didn't include any team names, logos, player names, likenesses, or stadiums. The game would therefore only include national teams identified by country names and flags, and player names would be made up of several developers' names that created the game. The license for the forthcoming 1994 FIFA World Cup tournament was held by U.S. Gold, and their game was due for a Spring 94 release in time for the tournament, which did take place in the summer of 94. EA decided they would need to bring forward their game ahead of the U.S. Gold title and aim for Christmas 1993 release. Questioning the recognition that FIFA license held in North America, EA suggested the game be released as Team USA Soccer in North America. Fearing a sales flop, they reversed the decision and decided to release the game worldwide under the FIFA International Soccer title, providing the option of moving unsold stock to other markets. The development of the game was completed in November of 93. In June of 95, the Atari Corporation stuck a deal with EA to bring select tiles from their catalog to the Atari Jaguar CD, with FIFA International Soccer being among them. However, this version was never released due to the commercial and critical failure of the Atari Jaguar platform. The game had a really good reception and sales. Electronic Arts anticipated sales of around 300,000 copies of the game in Europe. In the first four weeks alone, over 500,000 sales were made, and despite its December release, it became the best-selling game of 1993. FIFA International Soccer has received mostly positive comments from the press. 
reviewing the original Genesis slash Mega Drive version, Edge Magazine praised the way the crowd sounds reacted to the play on the field as well as the visual detail of the players and their animations with the isometric view. They highlighted, they highlighted that this did make for a slower game than one using a top-down view and described it a more of a simulator than a console game. Mean Machine Sega described the game as the, quote, greatest soccer game yet seen, unquote, praising the superlative presentation and the utterly amazing animation. With only minor concerns around the response time to players' input and the lack of the on-screen clock graphic, they award a game a score of 96%. Computer Gaming World in June of 94 said, quote, This is stunning. FIFA is a remarkably complete simulation of the sport, unquote. The magazine stated that, in quote, In no other game can you achieve such a high degree of pinpoint accuracy when passing, end quote, and praised players executing offensive or defensive stance depending on location. Next Generation reviewed the Super NES version of the game, rating it 4 stars out of 5, and stated that, quote, FIFA International Soccer for the Super NES is a great game. With its extremely fast action, sharp graphics, and sensible gameplay, this title is a winner, unquote. GamePro gave the Super NES version a positive review, commenting that, quote, Strong and varied gameplay makes this the most realistic soccer game for the SNES. End quote. They also praised the graphics, animation, digitized crowd chants, and accessibility to players of all skill levels. They later commented that the Sega CD version is essentially identical to the Genesis and SNES versions, aside from the addition of some full motion video clips, but that this is not a bad thing because the previous versions didn't leave any room for improvement. Next Generation reviewed the 3DO version and noted that this port differed considerably from the original Genesis version and most other ports, with the addition of multiple views, a rotating camera effect, and more detailed graphics. They described it as the, quote, killer app graphics show horse, unquote, for the 3D console, awarding a maximum 5-star score. GamePro similarly remarked, quote, FIFA 3DO is no mere port over from the cartridge market, end quote. They especially praised the high-detailed graphics, multiple views, realistic gameplay, and six-player support. Reviewing the Amiga port, most publications spoke favorably of the game's appearance. Amiga Power, CU Amiga, and The One magazines all highlighted the amount of disc swapping required to play the game as a drawback. Reactions to the changes in the controls required to adapt from the three buttons available on the Mega Drive controller to the single button common on most Amiga joysticks were mixed. Amiga format said of hitting the button in an attempt to shoot at the goal, quote, occasionally the ball flies into the onion bag. Other times it seems you're just passing the ball to the keeper, end quote. Amiga Power described the outcome of pressing the button as random. The one, however, describes the control system as, quote, excellent to the point that it's easier to control, end quote, in comparison to the Mega Drive. In 1996, Next Generation listed the Genesis and 3DO versions as number 71 on their, quote, top 100 games of all time, end quote, saying it, quote, put 3DO on the map after a year of disappointing tiles for the system and, 
breathed light into EA's fledging sports lineup, end quote. They cited the zooming camera angles and the ability to have up to six players on a 3DO version as highlights. A sequel, FIFA 95, was released in July of 94 exclusively for the Sega Genesis. This started the FIFA series, with a new game released every year since in the main series, alongside spin-off series games based around a particular tournament, such as the World Cup. The series passed 100 million total sales in 2010, and EA's license to use the FIFA title runs through until the year 2022. So there you have a little background information on FIFA International Soccer, our week three game for the FB Retro Gaming League. You can follow along at facebook.com backslash Retro Gaming League 1. That's the direct address for the FB Retro Gaming League on Facebook. Or you can hear the podcast here on numerous platforms, including Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, and Anchor.fm. Our next podcast this week will be our second competitor showcase. We'll have that on for you in the next day or so. Along with our week three results, week four game choice, and standing update, as well as the week four matchup. So a couple more podcasts coming up in the next few days, so be sure to check those out. This has been RxDude22 from the FB Retro Gaming League and podcast, and owner of Classic and Current Gaming on Facebook, signing off. Keep on gaming. See you on the next stream, and you can hear me on the next podcast, and be good to each other. Have a great day, everybody, and we'll see you for the next podcast, which will be our competitor showcase number two. Until then, good night, and take care, everybody. Information in this podcast was via Wikipedia.